30 more minutes. Let's do it. Casey Kurtz, Brian Middleton. Changed my mind, by the way. Didn't tell Brent. Overtime we're going with. So. Is it overtime? Yeah, I made that decision. All right. On my own, by the way. Are you good with overtime? Uh, this is this is your uh, show, man. This is your show. No, it's a wee thing. <laughs> it's a wee thing. Uh, so, yeah, we're going with overtime. Action Sports, Jacks, overtime. ESPN 690 will go till 630. About 28 minutes. Talk some little bit of everything. Might get it started here, though. Uh, Veterans Day is today. And um, somehow, a lot going on today, in fairness, from 3 to 6. But uh, just want to give a shout-out to the veterans uh, for all that they do and have done for the country as a whole. Uh, I don't take that lightly. So shout out to the veterans. We appreciate you here on ESPN 690, not just from 6 to 6.30, from 3 to 6, from 12 to 6, from 6 to 12. What I'm getting at is all 24 hours. We appreciate the veterans. Brian Middleton, Casey Kurtz, ESPN 690. Brian, what up with you, man? Hey, man, let me just piggyback real quick, man. Uh, also, a special thanks to uh, everybody who's in uh, active military Good reserves. Call. Um, yeah, and all the vets out there, including my dad. Imagine a dude that's uh, six three and a half, six four, on a submarine. He was a G. Wow. Uh, joined, actually joined the military when he was sixteen. Yeah, it was a, it, it was a different time back then. So yeah, man. Uh, big shout out to everybody on Veterans Day. Definitely, um, definitely salute you guys each and every day. How, how you say your dad was six three, six four, or his? Um, yeah, he might be like 6'2 now and starting to shrink a little bit. But, yeah, he was uh, at the time 6'3 and a half, give or take, how high his hair was. Good. Like that. Um, and you are 6. For those that don't know, Ryan Middleton is ducking when he comes through the doors. How tall are you? Uh, well, uh, with my hair now, I'm about 6'8 and a half. I just got measured. But, you know, if I got a regular low haircut style, probably around 6'7, right at the 6'8 mark. Wow. Wow, that is incredible stuff. Uh, yeah, I bet he did hit his head a couple times on a submarine. That just seems uh, like a reasonable thing that would happen. Never, have you, did you ever get to go on a submarine? I know we're off, but... No, no, I never did. And, and at this point, you know, unless it's... Um, I don't see a reason that I would need to see. I hear how cramped it is. Well, I, I yeah. know I would knock my head loose uh, if I, I got on a submarine, but... I didn't know if there was, like, take your kid to the submarine day. No. <laughs> no, I, I'm sure there is, but I never went on the sub. That's fair enough. Um, so, yeah, I appreciate the Veterans Active Service. All of it on Veterans Day and every day. But this is ESPN 690, so let's talk some sports. Um, one thing we don't talk a lot of from 3 to 6 is basketball. Rumor is that's your favorite sport and you like to dribble up and down the court. Oh, you're talking to me. Yeah. Mm, okay. Favorite more, more sport. Of a, more of a reference, but. Favorite yeah. sport. What I would say is the college football and the NBA are one and one A, and then the NFL is right there. It's like right there, but you have to put two. I don't want to give it a one B. So, yeah, I definitely do enjoy the NBA. Basketball in general. Basketball in general. Yeah. Um, I like college basketball. I am not the world's biggest NBA fan. I The NBA is the only sport for me that, and I'm sure people feel this way about baseball, um, potentially even hockey. Um, the NBA is the only sport for me that I strictly 
only care about like certain players. And I, I don't know why, but like that's just what it like. I never really had allegiance to an NBA team. Um, I just liked a certain team because like the player and then like they cut my guy Carmelo and I was like, nah, forget the Rockets. So anyway, that that's my kind of thoughts with the NBA college basketball, though. Um, we'll get back to the NBA here in a second. College basketball. I want to tell you about what happened to me, though. Um, this would have been Tuesday night, opening night of college basketball. And um, things didn't go well for me on the weekend, um, betting-wise. And I, what I did was I uh, took a few games, parlayed them, as they say. And um, there were some no-brainers. I thought Ohio State could beat Akron. I thought Houston could beat Hofstra. Mm. Mm. Where, where is Hofstra? Mm. I don't know. Should I look that up? No, it's, it's, it's like not. Ohio? It's not. Dude, I don't know. It's not even worth it. Uh, it's I not thought, in New York. Really? Isn't it? I have no idea. Let's okay, find I'm out. sorry. Go ahead. Hofstra. Yeah, we don't know. Um, but the point of the story is I thought they could beat. Uh, I thought Houston could beat them. Okay. I thought. Uh, there's one more. Clemson. I thought they could beat. Um, Presbyterian. Those are the three things I thought could happen since it was pretty obvious. Ohio State needs a buzzer beater mm-hmm. to yeah. beat Akron. Yeah. How in the world? Happens. It happens. Does it, though? Mm-hmm. Apparently. Happened Tuesday. Unbelievable. Houston, by the way, the Houston Cougars. I, I don't even know how this happened. They're down like 13 with six minutes to play. And they goof around, get to overtime. And and I said I was standing there. I stood in one spot for the whole second half because I I felt the good mojo in my house. It was like a really awkward spot to stand, but there I was on my phone watching the game. And um, I said, you know, if Houston can get this game to overtime, they win because they're just better. Like, you know know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can't – like, Hofstra can't – they had to win in regulation. And Houston hit a big three uh, to get it to overtime, and they end up winning by, it looks like, eight. Um, But, man, that was stressful. So here's what I've learned. I said on Wednesday morning when everything came through, because I also had UCLA in this scenario, but they, um, when I went to bed, they were up like 20 and they won 95 to 58. So when I woke up Wednesday morning, I said, I'm never betting on college basketball again. <laughs> I've, already, I've already bet on college basketball again. There you go. Some people would call that a problem. But, you know, for you, I just say you're not a quitter. I'm not. I'm not a quitter. So... That's the college basketball scenario. Um, the local teams are off and running. Um, FSU, we are the, not necessarily local, but we are the official station right here in Jacksonville at FSU. Uh, men pick up a win over Penn last night, 105-70. to 70. Uh, The women picked up win number one over UNF, unfortunately. Did they? My goodness. That, they got out of pocket. Yeah, it did, but what do you expect? Yeah, it was, uh, you know, looking at some of the highlights on there. And hearing the coach afterwards, his thoughts uh, were my thoughts exactly. They were just, the size was just, it was too much. It was just too much across the board. uh, And it really made UNF uncomfortable in that game, from what I could tell. Yeah, no, for sure. But, I mean, look, it's UNF and it's FSU. But it is what it is on that front. Uh, The UNF men have dropped their first two, um, but that's not really... Any fault of theirs, they played Texas Tech in night one and Texas A&M, I believe, last night. Yeah. Um, JU, 1-0. I'm trying to remember who they beat. Well, the women, they beat Minnesota. Yes, they did. The men beat Trinity Baptist. Baptist, yep, that's right. I was like, isn't that a high school in uh, 
the high school football, don't they have a good high school football team? But that's Trinity Christian. Yeah, that, that is that is Trinity Christian. But, yeah, big shout-out to the JU women's, man, because uh, that win, they traveled 1,500 miles yeah. north to go up there, get their money from Minnesota. Yeah, they and did. And get the win just all the way around. And, you know, the interesting part about that as well is that the preseason polls have the JU women, like, near the bottom, like, tied for, like, last place in the A-Sun. Right. So to get that win right there, they may be doing something uh, this year. I'm going to be very interested to see how that goes moving forward. Taylor Hawks, 15 points, uh, six assists. He was a problem out there. Um, so, yeah, it really was a big win for the JU women. Take that, Golden Gophers. Yeah. Stick it to them. Not a JU fan. Uh, due to the fact, let me finish the sentence, due to the fact that I am a graduate of the University of North Florida, the Ospreys, UNF, but I'm a good media member. I support everyone. So, JU, Golden Gophers, take that. And I, I don't care about Minnesota at all, so I'm all for it. Uh, yeah, that is, a, that is a cool win, even if, you know, Minnesota, say what you want. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know how good their women's basketball team is. But on name recognition alone, old J.U. coming in stomping on you. Love it. Love it. We got a lot more to do here. We got some thoughts on the NBA. We got some locks for the weekend. We're going to do all of that when we come back. Stay with us. Brian Middleton, Casey Kurtz, Action Sports Jacks Overtime, ESPN 690. We will be right back. Fantasy football taking the minds of some. It's terrible over here, man. Yeah. I told you earlier, man. Last week, I'm down my QB1. Yeah. Kyler Murray. Yep. I'm down my running back one, even though he just got reactivated, David Montgomery. I'm down DeAndre Hopkins, my number one wide receiver. And I lost to somebody who I don't. Th you told me that he cares. I don't think he really cares about this season. Yeah. Uh, and he only had one win until he had two. I'm done. I'm, I'm about to wreck this whole league. Fire sale. Who wants him? I do. Um, Talk to me uh, off air. Off air. Yeah, they'll get me for uh, tampering, though, in my own league. Can't have that. ESPN 690. Brian Middleton. Casey Kurtz. And, um... Yeah, that's fantasy football talk. We'll do more of that as we go along uh, throughout the rest of the football season. But right now, there's something on Brian's mind. And I don't 100% know what it is. Um, so that does scare me because I'm very far away from the dump button. But. Whoa, okay. Just, you know how that thing works, right? Hey, listen, I can't multitask. Oh, now I'm scared. So. He's, there's something on his mind that's been weighing on his mind. I, I really don't know what it is, but I'm eager to find out. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've waited long enough. Brian Middleton, what is, what's on your mind? Yeah, man, listen, um, I wanted to do something a bit more, <clears throat> excuse me, a bit more timely. Uh, but the way that our show is set up, this is when I can get to it. So I'm going to need the NBA, the entire association, to come to the front of the class for a moment, okay? So when I was thinking about exactly how I wanted to talk about something today, I had a couple of great options, right? 
I could talk about Golden State's fast start with their 10-1 record, mm -hmm. or even the fact that the Washington Wizards are leading the Eastern Conference early in the NBA season. That's amazing. That's a good story. I even thought about going in-depth about my hypothesis that the way that Mac Jones twisted Brian Burns' ankle last Sunday, because I am uh -huh. a Panthers fan, oh, yeah. made me think how I, uh, I think that Vontez Burfick was somewhere smiling. Honestly. It was a, it's a good point. It was a Vontez Burfick move. Okay. It was. I agree with but you. But the egregious nature of the NBA and the treatment of their reigning MVP has me right for the wear, and I'm fed up, okay? So you probably know what I'm already talking about, but let me just recap really quickly, okay? Please do. Denver and Miami earlier this week, deep in the fourth quarter, the Nuggets are blowing out the heat, and uh, Nikola Jokic was bringing the ball down to court, setting up the pass, when all of a sudden the Heat's Marquise Morris straight up fouls. Who's still in the league, by the way. Yeah. For yeah. those that don't know. Yeah, I know, right? He ran into him with a stiff arm. If a non-basketball play was a person, it would be Morris at that very moment. But then he proceeds to turn his back, and the Joker, you know what he does? He runs full gallop at him and basically sends him flying, okay? So then a bit of a melee ensued, and at the end of it, the Joker leaves the game. Morris finally gets up from the fetal position, and he leaves the game as well, trying to adjust his neck from the whiplash. Well, I knew at that point that that was going to result in a fine and or a suspension for both players because, you know, the NBA culture of today. But to my disappointment, the Joker, the MVP of the league, the one who did not initiate this entire ordeal, was the one to get a one-game suspension. Yeah. Morris, on the other hand, he just got a $50,000 fine. I say just because Only. contracts yeah. are stupid out there. Only. Okay? Only 50. The Joker, who got suspended for that one game, which was yesterday, he lost 200 hear me, 200 and $10,000 for missing yesterday's game against the Pacers. That's crazy, right? A little bit. Yeah. So I need to know what in the corruption is going on around here. Okay, my cousin always told me growing up two things, all right? If someone hits you, hit them back, right? Okay, yeah. That's and fair. never let your wife's needs get in the way of what your girlfriend wants. And I tell you what, I'm with them, okay? So listen, I'm 1,000% okay with what the Joker did in retaliation. 1,000% okay with it. I'm 1 million percent not okay with what the NBA did in handing out punishment. Marquise Morris will know better than to try the MVP again because he sees that the Joker isn't to be messed with. But who is going to be able to deal with the NBA rules because this kind of nonsense of not suspending both parties involved for this is messed up. I don't like it one bit. So, you know, NBA, tighten up. Casey, thank you for letting me rant. No so problem. Uh, Mark Keith Morris, by the way, is apparently only 32 years old. Really? Right. Now, here's how long has he been in the league? Yeah, since 2011. See, that doesn't that doesn't equal up to me. 2011 and 32. You know, you get what I'm saying there? Did they leave early? I feel like they did. Weren't they at Florida? Nah. Uh, no, I'm thinking the Pouncey. Sorry. Yeah, uh, you're thinking the Pouncey. Kansas. Yeah, Kansas. My bad. I, I he, get them mixed up, man. He, he played till he was a junior. Like, what the heck? Oh. That just doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't make sense. But, yeah, uh, interesting situation that happened there. Um, I did see that, by the way. I said I don't watch a lot of NBA. I did see that happen. Um, I like your take. I like that's why, we have, that's why we employed you here for the NBA takes right here on ESPN 690. That was Brian Middleton. You can follow him on Twitter, by the way, at... The broadcast dawn. How does that happen? Yeah, you'd be one of like 25, though. You'd it's be an one of 25. Club. <laughs> it is, but the takes are fire. Um, 
You can follow him there. You can follow me, Kay Kurtz, as well. If you listen for Breed of Six, you know I'm very, very concerned about that. Let's stay with the NBA, Brian. Uh, find the sound on the computer because earlier today, uh, before Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 from 3 to 6, we got Barton Hahn uh, taking us right up to 3 on ESPN 690. And um, I came in, was working on some stuff for the show, and I heard this argument playing out on, the, on their show, and I thought it was fascinating. So if we can, I want to play a little bit of that, and then I want to hear, Brian, your take on it because it is an NBA uh, argument, if you will. Uh, I got some thoughts I want to hear yours, so if you can, play that for us. Jordan struck first when he made that that little, uh, you know, can I say candy ass? Candy ass, that's a, that, that's a right. You can say it once. It's a, it's a wrestling term, so it don't matter. Cause that's, right. that's the rock. And okay. rock. Everybody love the rock. So I can say what the rock can say. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he made this little uh, documentary that was all about him, and he tried to disguise it based on a team type of thing where everybody was going to be happy, and he was taking slights at me. I'm tired of taking slights and being a bigger person. You know what? Let me tell you, Jordan was selfish. Yeah, guess what? He played with a damn cold. Guess what? I played with a herniated disc. You tell me which is better. I want my respect, too. I want my love, too. You know what I'm saying? It's just like Will Smith. When he was sitting there, he was like, because, yeah, 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 he never taught me how to play basketball, but I got pretty damn good, right? And I'm giving me a hundred, because ain't nothing he can tell me about being the greatest all time. Why they don't love me, man? Why nobody love me? Talking about Robin. How you gonna be Robin if he's a top 50 player of all time? Like, well, it, mean, is, it is no Robin. On that team, he was. It is no Robins. It's disrespectful again. See, people don't even understand their unforeseen bias. Don't call me Robin. You really want to blow up this don't, segment by going there? Don't because call, he don't call is, me Robin. He's don't the greatest Robin, Robin of all time. No, I'm the great. I'm no. Okay. When no, Batman no, went to play baseball, no, how did Robin do? I know. I'm not anybody's Robin. Robin couldn't beat I, the villains. Bro, you can, he couldn't no, no, beat no, no, the villains. No, no, you can, no, the Joker no, got him. No, you he needed Batman to come no, back. Don't see that. You don't understand. It's the truth. You don't understand the disrespect in that analysis. It's not disrespectful. Yes, it is. You're one of the greatest Supporting, supporting don't, call, stars? don't call me Robin. I'm not a supporting cast. I'm a co-host. I'm a co-anchor. I'm a co-star. Don't I'm call it. me no damn, don't call me no sidekick. It's disrespectful to call somebody a sidekick. That means they're less than. That means they're half than. Like, listen, you know, when you talk about the Marvels, yeah, everybody know, everybody know that, you know, Thor and all those guys are up there. But you don't hear them talking down to the hawk. You don't hear them talking down to our man. Right? No. You just call me one of the Avengers. You don't call me no damn Batman. So, yeah, Barton Hahn earlier today. <laughs> Honestly, there's a lot to digest there. I love the fact that he called them the Marvels, by the way. Oh, wow. But he makes a great point, and I had never considered it because, obviously, in this context, I'll give it a little more. That was only two minutes of about a five- or six-minute conversation. They were discussing that during the last dance, Michael Jordan made it about him. The Last Dance was about Michael Jordan, let's be honest. Scottie Pippen has now wrote a book and kind of uh, gave his own thoughts of how those things turned out that were portrayed in The Last Dance. So there's some butting of the heads. Obviously, you know where Bulls fans are going to uh, keep their loyalties, and that is with Michael Jordan. Um, but it, it, it's an interesting conversation saying that calling him Robin is disrespectful. And when I first heard it, I thought, man, you're crazy. But then when I listened to the argument, I'm like, he makes a great point. Because Robin and Batman, I'm a Batman fan, were not equals. Mm -mm. They weren't. Absolutely not. And I never considered it that way. So taking what you just heard uh -huh. and what you know, by the way, just for some reference, 
when Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen were doing the thing, I'm not going to put you on the spot. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to tell you I was negative years old. Mm -hmm. I don't, you don't have to tell the people how old you were. Okay. Mm -hmm. You can if you so choose. Yeah. I was, I, oh, yeah, I was, I was pushing through uh, first. I think by the time they really got the, they got to the second, when they got to the second 3P, I was getting to elementary school. So I was negative. Yeah. But you're an NBA guy. You, 96, 96, yeah. Yeah, okay, so I was maybe like a month or two. Um, you understand how the whole dynamic worked. Yeah, I'm assuming you watched The Last Dance. Um, your thoughts on what Bart Scott said right there. Okay, yeah, but you're right. There was a lot to digest right there. Uh, Bart Scott, sometimes he has some wild takes, but that was very entertaining. I will say that, yeah, you know, that was a very nice sleight of hand by your boy uh, Michael Jordan. Probably the third greatest to ever touch a basketball in the I NBA. I forgot about that. And so, man, it's a great no. sleight of hand uh, by Michael Jordan. It was entertaining, by the way. But Scottie Pippen said, listen, man, look, listen. I had to hear your mouth all those years I was with you. I had to play in your shadow then. And then everybody seems to forget about me, minus some rap lyrics that say Jordan and Pippen. Over the years since, mm -hmm. I got to deal with my wife or my ex-wife. She was just, she was out here. She was out here, huh? She was she was playing, too. She was doing a lot of playing out here in my personal life. Yeah. And then you come with the last dance, and it's COVID, and we in quarantine? Nah, bro. Where's my memoir? Where's my memoir? I got to start writing and letting people know what it really was. Because the truth will always hold true. Scottie Pippen would not be as great if he did not play with Michael Jordan. Agreed. Michael Jordan... Did not win one championship without Scottie Pippen right there playing great. So, good for Scottie. I like it. It's entertaining. And I think that it does hold true. I think Scottie has a right to be upset, but I do think the arguments that he is making currently is probably a little off. He could just go to the track record and just go and show how he performed when MJ was there and how it helped even when MJ had terrible performances. Because believe it or not, he did have terrible performances in big games. But I digress. I like that. And, um, yeah, it, it, I, I think I'm – I forgot. Let's start there. Forgot that you have some kind of – that you have some kind of thing against Michael Jordan. I have nothing against Michael Jordan. Yes, you do. I have nothing against Michael Jordan. Nothing against him. I'm just saying that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is better than him. Okay. Whether we're talking about college – or the pros, in just about every stat. It's not like he didn't win just as many championships. Right. Actually, I think Jordan has one more. I believe, yeah, he does have one more championship than Kareem. But we're talking about MVPs. We're talking about the overall scoring champ. Like, if, if I am Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I definitely am like, yeah, I'm just as good, if not better, than Michael Jordan. And we all know LeBron, we're watching the greatest right now, but I'm not getting into that with you right now because well, no, he has some other stuff to touch on. Because... You're going to have to get into it because now I'm bringing it up. You said third. You said third. Yeah, quite possibly the third. Yeah, absolutely. What, so, for those that don't know, number one would be, you just said it, but... LeBron Ramon James Sr. <laughs> yes, sir. And that is just wild. Uh-huh. R-A-Y-M-O-N-E. Is that how you spell it? I think so. I think so. Feels good. You can't even spell the. You can't it even do a right. quick Google I, search. I feel like I'm in the moment. Come on now, keep moving. Oh my goodness. Uh, so there's even a lot to digest there. I just, I don't know. I, I was, I came in and I heard that and I thought it was fascinating. Um, Bart Scott, Alan Holland on Bart and Scott. You, or, uh, 
Barton Hahn, goodness gracious. Uh, you can hear that from 12 to 3 on ESPN 690, right before Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 from 3 to 6. And then Mondays and Thursdays, you got us from 6 until 6.30. We're almost out of time, and I had a big elaborate plan. We were going to do these locks of the weekend, right? That was the plan. Um, I didn't communicate as well as I should have to you about the plan. So I'm calling an audible on the fly from the original plan that I told you about like two minutes ago in there. So there's a new plan. Okay. We're going to start the locks of the weekend next Thursday. All right. What we're going to do now is I'm going to tell you a couple things. Mm -hmm. And you're going to tell me, because for those that don't know, uh, the broadcast on Brian Middleton, during our World Series pregame, called every single game correctly as well as some college football games. Talk that talk. Yeah. Talk that talk, Casey Kirk. So you got to back it up. Give me my flowers, Casey Kirk. You got to back it up now. Here's the thing. So we're going to touch on a couple of quick things, and then we're going to get out of here. FSU Miami. Who's winning? Sorry. Oh, I was about to say they both are going to have new head coaches. My bad. Dramatic pause. Oh, my goodness. Mike Norvell's the guy. No, I like him. I don't know if they're going to give him enough time to really get everything the way that he probably wants it. That's all I'm saying. Oh, you asked me to call that game. Yeah, I am. FSU Miami? Yep. Uh, I mean, I'll go in Miami. Where is it at? Is it in Tallahassee? Tallahassee. Or okay, I'll go in Miami. <laughs> yeah. You don't I'm, sound happy about Yeah, it. I'll go with Miami. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of leaning that way as well. One more college football game. And no research done here, by the way, so I'll give you what I know. NC State is the number 21 ranked team in the country. They're going to Wake Forest, number 13. Wake Forest just lost to North Carolina. NC State just beat Florida State, Wake Forest does a lot of the offense, not a lot of the defense. NC State does a whole lot of the defense, a little bit of offense. Who's winning the game? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll go with the Wolfpack, I guess. You know, yeah, I guess. Wolfpack, let's go. You're doing a lot of guessing right yeah, now. Yeah, well, you know, I don't, I don't, yeah. You don't know. Okay, yeah, that's fine. NC State. NC State and Miami. Yeah, I, I like I like both of those picks as well. Go to the NFL. I'm going to give you three, and then we're going to get out of here. Okay. So there's two obvious ones. I'm going to give you a random one. And that random one I'm giving you is going to be the New England Patriots. I'm going to give you a chance to uh, – Mac Jones's mom, by the way, f- uh, friend of the program, so be careful. Patriots-Browns in New England. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so should have told me that before my rant. Thanks, Casey. Uh, yeah, okay. I would say that – She's a nice lady. Okay, well, you know, forgive me. Uh, Cleveland Browns are probably going to take that. It's in Foxborough, right? Yes. Oh, definitely. Yeah, Cleveland. Yeah, absolutely. Cleveland Browns. Interesting. Yeah. They're going to get – I think Dearness Johnson is going to get the the carries again. I know that the defense for – I know Bill Belichick is getting that defense rounding into shape the way that he likes it. Uh, But I think that with that solid running game, I think that that's going to uh, play in the Browns' favor. Um, I mean, there's nothing in the way of extenuating circumstances other than that that I feel like is going to uh, affect Cleveland. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Cleveland on that. The Jacksonville Jaguars will go to Indianapolis. Carson Wentz will not be there when his child is born because he needs to do what? Win or lose against the Jags. I'm loud. I can bump you down if you want to. No. Okay. All right. 
But who's winning the game? I would say that Jacksonville uh, gets two in a row. And I, I don't know what the history is on that. When's the last time they lost two games in a row? And, you know, I don't, I don't do that with the Jags. You know, I'm as, uh, as big of a, a critique uh, of the Jags uh, as anybody. So I think they're going to go there and get a second win. As long as Trevor is still healthy, which I think by all accounts it was, and he's fine, um, I think that they are almost playing with house money. Like, they know, again, the expectation people want you to win, but they don't need you to win. But there's momentum there. So I definitely think that Jacksonville makes it two in a row for the first time probably since 2019, 2018. Well, definitely wasn't 2020. It's the only one once. So, yeah. It's been a minute. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's been a while. Interesting. He's taken the Jags. Last one is a game you're going to hear right here in about an hour and a half, and that would be the Ravens heading down to Miami to take on the Dolphins. Um, it sounds kind of obvious. I picked the Ravens uh, from 3 to 6, Action Sports Jacks, ESPN 690. Are you willing to take the Dolphins? You know the Ravens are such a uh, such a, like an enigma. It's, 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 I don't. I, in it's the beginning, I was just like, oh man, you know, Lamar Jackson is going to be able to carry this team. But how many injuries can the Ravens sustain? And after a while, it seemed like it doesn't matter. You got Lamar Jackson, and that probably is still the case to a certain degree when you're playing a team like Miami. Who's the backup now? Jacoby. Brissett? Jacoby Brissett will start. Yeah. Oh man, he's like he's good. Uh, he's good, but he but he's not good. But he's good. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's like that weird. Like he's good. Like a, um, he's serviceable. Yeah, you know, it's like a, oh man, oh man. I, I'm gonna go with the Ravens. I don't have it in me to go with the Dolphins. Is it's in Miami? Yeah. Oh, definitely the Ravens. Then definitely. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So the way I heard it was Ravens, Jags, Browns, NC State, Miami. Is that correct? Right. I I uh, reserve the right to change my uh, choices after the game result. I, I don't know if we're going to let you do that, but right. um, you heard it here. He's He hasn't been wrong yet. We'll find out if he is going to be wrong this time. That's it for us. Action Sports Jacks calling it overtime or extra. I think we're going with overtime. But we appreciate you listening. We, as in me and Brian Middleton, will be back on Monday talking about the things that happened. You can flip your TV right now, though. Feel free. Fox 30, Jaguars All Access is coming up with our very own Brent Martineau, so you can tune into that one. You can stay with Fox 30 to watch Thursday Night Football, the Ravens and the Dolphins, or you can just go get in your car, sit in the driveway, listen to it right here on ESPN 693 to 6 tomorrow. Austin Lane, Brent Martineau, myself, 9 to 10.30 tomorrow, the Blitz Scoreboard Show. Brent Martineau, myself, the Hall of Famer, head coach, Coach Kevin Sullivan, will be here. Then the Friday Night Blitz on TV, it's the playoffs. High school football is wrapping up, but the playoffs are going to be exciting, and we got a lot of opportunities for teams to win big this season. Brian Middleton will holler at you on Monday. Have a good weekend.